You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. This is Grand Design Podcast with DJ and Jerry Grant we link the chains of reason of sports, politics, and culture. Welcome to the Grand Designs Podcast, episode 18. I'm DJ Grand, and I'm here with my brother Jerry, as usual. Hello. And our first official guest is Ryan Trainer. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, thank so, you. <laughs> in the history of... Uh, Grand Designs podcast and the trivia question comes up. <laughs> Who's the first guest? That'll be Ryan Trainer. I'll try to make it a grand episode. So. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let you know how to get a hold of us. Uh, you, you can hear us at just about anywhere you hear podcasts now. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Grand Designs Pod. Our Instagram is Grand Designs Podcast, and our email is Grand Designs Podcast at yahoo.com. Today, hopefully it's a fun episode, we'll be talking about sports movies, and we're all going to go over our favorite sports movies. So, Jerry, what's yours? The top 10, correct? Yes. Okay. At number 10, Brian's Song. I remember that one. Pretty emotional. I, I, still, I still like watching it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just you comparing them. I see. <laughs> I see. Okay. All right. Number nine. Well, Brian's song was real sad, though. I mean, that, yeah, that, that was a heartbreaker. It's still, it's still kind of hard to watch at the end. But before that, it was pretty cool. The training camp and what they did together, how they grew. That was pretty nice. Is that football? What sport? Yeah, I didn't football. See that. Yeah, it's, so. it's with Brian Piccolo, who ended up getting cancer, and Gil Sayers of the Chicago Bears. We, in school, actually had to read the transcript and then watch the movie, oh. and the girls were all crying at the end of the movie. <laughs> oh, and, it's horrible. It, 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 it rip your heart out of you if you really could, yeah, you get check into it. Out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a good movie, it's, but it's old. It, um, oh, James Kahn. Uh, or Khan, is Khan, that yeah. James Khan. He he stars as uh, Brian Piccolo. Billy, is it like eighties, seventies? Oh, it's like seventies. Billy D. Williams plays Gale Sayers. Oh wow! All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, that, he was real young back yeah, then. So. Before Star Wars. Yeah. Way way <laughs> before yeah. Star Wars. I knew he was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Lando. Number nine, Caddyshack. That's almost an all-time yeah. classic. You know, eight major league. Now seven, all you heard of. Go on, major league. Well. Well, I'm not going to lash at your list. I just no, feel free. Late Major League to me was a crappy movie. I mean, it had some funny parts, but it just, I just, it was hard for me getting through that. And it's some of the characters are not believable. I mean, well, carrying the baseball bat after hit the home run, some of those things. Yeah, I agree. But I found it. Yeah, those, uh, they are funny, but I still enjoy watching it to this day. That's yeah, so. a classic. I mean, for a lot of people that you know like these kind of movies, yes. it, it has to come up in conversation. So. Number seven is Draft Day. There's one I never saw. That's pretty awesome. Kevin Costner, it's about the draft, the okay. NFL draft, and literally how he's almost on the brink of getting fired, and he says how he's going to pull off these major deals, and the last day he takes one owner, a.k.a. Detroit Lions, for a sucker, <laughs> and actually gets like the number one pick for nothing. Turns out to be the kid was hurt. It's a really good movie. You want to see the ins and outs of what goes behind the scenes. They've had, they have Goodell. Uh, I forget the player. Oh, oh um, Denver Broncos linebacker. He's stud of a linebacker. Oh, can't think of his name right now. I can see his face. I can see his picture. He's a uh, big-time bonus uh, playing. 
Anyways, he, he's actually in the movie as a rookie draft pick. They actually have him going through the NFL draft with Roger Goodell coming up. You know, They actually simulate the whole NFL experience. Um, Kevin Costner is the GM for the Browns. Was this a theatrical release? I don't even think it went to the movies, but it went to uh, uh, not pay-per-view or whatever right away. Right to DVD yeah, or, or yeah, yes, right away. Those actors, really? Yep. I would think they would have oh, that in theaters. There's I, even more than that. There's even more big ones than that. I can't yeah. even, uh, offhand think of the other actors that were the other uh, owners, other GMs. I mean, again, big time football players, even some head coaches. Roger Goodell w- was in it. I can't believe that got by me. I, I don't remember. I've never this. heard of it either. It's a, if you like the draft, you, you you'll like that movie. Mystery Alaska is number six. That's the hockey one. Yes, yes. Hockey. I would assume. <laughs> yeah. I actually forgot about that one, and it had I thought of it, it would be in my top ten. That's a good movie. Yeah, it's true. I, I still actually, again, like uh, Major League, I still I'll watch that if I see this coming on. I'll even save time and make sure I'm home just to watch that movie. Only problem is Russell Crowe, you could tell he did not know how to skate. You yeah. Just I, tell I, I, he just wasn't – he was not a skater. If you play hockey, you know. Other than that, well, you'll never know. Whenever you, whenever they filmed him skating, he was gliding. Yes. He, he was never, never ever actually skating. Correct. He never took any strides. Correct. Yes. Correct. <laughs> number four uh, – I'm sorry, number five, 61 – I never heard of that one either. Jeez. Well, that's about uh, Roger Maris in the '61 of the year. He hit 61 home runs and beat Babe Ruth, but they just scarred the dude, scarred him for doing it, for breaking the record. They threatened him. Actually, I believe this is why he died of cancer because during that whole season, the press literally, the year before, they used to play 150 games. Okay. This year, 1960, I believe, or 61, it may have been 61, they actually increased the lead, the games to 162. So they got 12 more games this year. He's on pace to blow it out of the water. Him and Mickey Mantle are going back and forth. The writers basically say, you can't do this. You got to put an asterisk by it. It doesn't count. You know, Babe Ruth is bigger. He hit, they're going back to the days. This is the commissioner saying, I remember when Babe Ruth hit more home runs than all teams combined. It was just out to save Babe Ruth's record. That's all they wanted to do. And you had writers behind the scene telling them to actually put this asterisk in it. And the bad part was Roger Maris died never knowing he actually broke Babe Ruth's record because wow. he actually broke it after 150. And that was a problem. The poor guy had hair coming out of his head. Jeez. He actually went to the uh, manager of, uh, who was the manager, famous one. I think it, was, it wasn't Whitey Herzog because Whitey was the pitcher. Uh, but he went up to him and said, I don't want to play. And this is during the, the, the streak of, of the home runs. And the manager's like, dude, you got to play. Yeah. The fans coming to see you. He's like, I just, this is Roger Maris. I just don't want to go out there anymore. It got into him that bad to where even Mickey Mantle had to take a stand. He's like, hey, leave him alone. And again, those guys were just going left and right. Had there been a Twitter in that time, he Ooh. probably would have died of cancer before the season ended because he was getting so much hate mail, uh, and that really affected him. I mean, yeah, Mickey Manor was telling him just ignore it, just you know let it go, but he took it to heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fat bastard still following me in left field. <laughs> that, that, that the ghost, yeah, the ghost. Because even the New York fans, you know, he's playing for the Yankees, and the Yankees fans. Really in the stands, call him a bum because there he was about to break the Babe Ruth record. Yeah. It was horrible. If if I would have been around that, I wouldn't be able to stand it. Yeah, I just that couldn't believe it. Bad. You yeah, know, I imagine what Hank Aaron went through when he broke the record because there's yeah. a racial thing oh, involved yeah. there. And I bet you it was even worse than Robert it had Maris. to be. Just like Jackie Robinson breaking in, probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, number four, slap shot. That's a classic. 
Oh, absolutely. Come on. It's class. Oh, absolutely. The Hanson Brothers alone, when they play hockey, so watching it. The opening. Ogie Olatorp. I mean, there's so oh, much. No, uh, no, the opening is the well, goalie. The, the goalie, but he's the one who is. Right, but on the talk show. Of the two of the two minutes, you feel yes. bad, then you're free. Yes, but <laughs> who you please? What is cross-checking? Oh, you take your stick and he right across the guy's shin. He, he literally, oof. What live on TV? It was more of a slash too, but yes. <laughs> no, I, I I agree. Slapshot's an awesome movie. Number three is Miracle. That was a pretty cool movie, especially about that time and the, the behind the scenes. And from what I understand, it's pretty accurate to actually what happened. The speech is almost word for word. Yes and no, because uh, there was a scene where uh, they had to win against Finland in order to uh, take the gold medal. And, uh, they left that one out. I'm talking the one before Russia. Well, hold on. The whole thing is because it was Disney made for family. Uh, when uh, uh, Her Brooks, Her Brooks walks out, he t- if he tells him, "You guys are going to take this to the grave if you lose this game." And he walks out, turns around, and says, "To the effing grave." And the to F- your effing grave. That's yes. right. I remember, and, and the F word was was. I remember Ruzioni saying that. Yes. Yeah. So that they cut that out. That wasn't in the movie. So it was part. It was partly accurate. Well, I would say just getting him up to beat the Russians in that game, that speech there no, was I, word I, for word. That's what I meant. I love Kurt Russell. I thought he was a great actor. He pulled off a great Herb Brooks. I mean, he did good. Yeah. I mean, it was it was, it was was a good movie. It was. I just – I'm just – it wasn't as they accurate even, as – Right, but they even did a good job of replaying or recreating the actual goals. I remember you and I kind of watched that after it was played. And they're almost the same. Hard to do, you know, when you're trying to film I a love the movie. I, got, I even got the feeling back of what it was yeah. like back there watching it, even though we got it on tape delay. Well, I think I still that that energy of America actually beating them. That that was the, something. The way Al Michaels announced it, you believe in miracles, kind of dramatized it out. Number two is North Dallas Forty. Now you can't start NFL season until you watch that movie first. I mean, that used to be every NFL before the season. We had to watch that to open it up. That movie has one of the funniest and greatest lines in all of movie. That ain't gross. Gross is when you go to kiss your grandpa goodnight and he sticks his tongue down your throat. Now that's uh, gross. <laughs> that is one yeah. of the greatest lines in all of movie dumb. Yeah, I see, still I, love that line. I never heard of this movie. Oh, oh. Should, once again, it's another old one, but you yeah. should definitely check out. It's, what it's year? A, well, like, oh, this is the 70s. Okay, this 70s. is now it's actually about uh, the Dallas Cowboys, okay. and the coach is Tom Landry. And he literally treats – Staubach is Mac Davis, the quarterback. The tight end is who the wide receiver is in the movie. Basically, this, this wide receiver has got some skill. He can catch the ball. But, the, but he's a, an individualist. He's not about the team. And the coach hates that. Now, this is the coach in the movie, and he dresses like Tom Landry, uses the computer against his players. No damn one of you is better than that computer. To me, that's philosophical. That says you as an individual – you're not good enough. In fact, there was one play where uh, uh, the hero of the movie, the wide receiver, Nick Nolte's character, catches the game-winning touchdown, and he kind of tells the coach, you know, I caught the winning touchdown. And Tyne Landry's character says, we let you catch that touchdown. The individual doesn't matter. It's the team that all matters, and that's the collective over the individual. Now, there's yeah. another one where uh, the wide receiver Nolte is talking to Mac Davis, and he goes, here's where you screwed up. No, this is where you screwed up. Now, you got the coach saying, Maxwell changed the play, Elliot makes pattern, and the touchdown was a fluke. Remember that whole thing? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, they're planting Seattle. Uh, far inferior team to ours. Uh, oh, he said something else, and you laugh. You think it's funny? 
You'll do it on someone else's football team, not mine. I mean, he was just well, like Tom. He even dresses like Tom Landry. Tom Landry used to wear this hat all the time. I mean, I, when I was a kid, Tom Landry was the biggest coach of of the NFL at the time. And uh, he dressed, uh, during game time, he dressed exactly like Tom Landry, acted like Tom Landry. And this was written by a Dallas Cowboy. The, the book yes. was written by a Dallas Cowboy. Now, another um, thing, though, end. is remember uh, John Matuzak was in that. He actually played football for the Raiders, and he's a crazy son, son of a gun in this movie he plays it to the t the after part the opening scene is an after party from a victory and these guys are just uh going nuts and they actually say they're actually there's the next week's the playoffs and they actually say they're partying so hard because they they're fearing they're going to fall on their asses in uh, uh or chicago it's in chicago yeah so i mean the, the opening scene is hilarious with yeah. the matuzak and uh the dollies i highly recommend this movie you yes, check yes, out. yes check absolutely out. the number one for me is one that i i just i can't get sick of it is eight men out only because it showed back in 1919 how the owners were cheap as hell. And the only way for the players to get back was to throw the series. And it always because it started to be Eddie Seacott. Now, the owner, Kaminsky, who owned the White Sox, Kaminsky Park, basically had a clause in Eddie Seacott's contract. When you get 30 wins, you get $10,000. He got 29. And he went up to the office now after the season, before the playoffs, and Eddie Seacott basically said, hey, now they out." I should back up. They approached Eddie Seacott about throwing the series. He was like, get away from me. Sorry. Went up to see the owner and said, hey, I think I, I've earned that 10000 You set me out three weeks just so I wouldn't get that 30th win, which Comiskey did. Now, Comiskey looks at his accountant and says, uh, I forget his name, how many did Mr. Seacott win? He looks at it, 29. 29 is not 30. I only pay for you what you do. Like he was just mizen. So Eddie Seacott goes and he gets $10,000 cash for throwing, the, for throwing that World Series. Now, there are other involved. And the other part, the intriguing part is Buck Weaver. He never got a dime, never participated. But he was one of the boys and he was just in on a couple meetings. He was just there, bad, wrong place, wrong time. Didn't know what was going on. In fact, when he picked up, he's like, wait, wait, what's going on here? And then went to tell the manager, but then didn't want to rat on the boys. Because he's one of the boys. So he wasn't in on it. He was like in between. And he paid. He never got in. He lost everything. He was truly black label for the rest of his career. Well, the real life tragedy of the Black Sox scandal was Shoeless Joe Jackson. He was a great player and could have could have went a long way in major leagues and ended up. Well, him too. His, his ignorance or lack of education thereof kind of did him in because, again, they just not. See, again, why I liked it. The attorneys, they themselves were so arrogant that uh, one of the players basically said, uh, uh, he basically uh, introduced all the attorneys and said, this is the Ty Cobb, the blunt, I forget the other guy in this. And then uh, Buck Weaver said, well, who's the Babe Ruth? And he looks at him and says, that would be me. Now, this is the attorney world. Now, do you, uh, remember the confessions they signed? They disappeared. Before that, you had the backer, the gangster who was backing the whole thing. His guys meet the attorneys and say, They'll do anything we tell them to do. So you had the attorneys during the whole court were in on it when they, when they got them off. That's why it's a great movie. It tell, and this is back in 1919 that you know, we had this politics going on. And this is Major League Baseball. It, it almost killed the sport. Because Babe Ruth saved gambling, it. I wouldn't doubt if the mob was involved in it, too. I don't know. It's speculation, but I wouldn't doubt it. But the Probably. gambling, I mean, I mean. <laughs> well, that's what took it. always in it, you know. <laughs> um, yes. Well, again, they, they had a reporter who went on the, the train and basically sang this song about uh, they're all throwing ball games and the gamblers are taking their toll. And it's true. 
I mean, he was calling them right out to their faces because they could. They they even took it. You know, to, um, in the first game, they were circling the players because I mean, in the movie, you've seen it, right? Mm-hmm. The bobbling of the short, the, uh, the that one ground ball was just ridiculous. You knew something was up for a professional player. So the whole thing, the inner going on of the politics, is why that was my favorite of all time. Tell it to Bill Buckner. Oh, so you know that. Yeah, that, that's a sad story. It is. Yeah, sad. well, that's Boston. Come on. I mean, <laughs> I agree. I'm just, he should have had his like points. That's so. why I would say Boston doesn't deserve the championships they're going through right now because of what they did to him. I agree. I agree. But that's mine. If you want any uh, uh, honorable mentions, real quick, uh, Young Blood in the Youngest Yard. Uh, I agree with those two. Yeah. Well, Longest Yard, especially. Well, which version? The new one or the old the, one? The old one. I no, no. The new one I just don't like. Well, they it was close. The new one was close. Yeah, to but the once old you one. watch the old one, and you know, Burt Reynolds and the, the whole team, the Mean Machine. It's a little bit of twist and nuances with Chris Rock and the new one that I just it didn't sit well with me. That's all. Okay. Well, I got a lot of the same in my top ten. So this, although I wouldn't have number ten if I would have thought of Mystery Alaska. Happy Gilmore is my number ten. You see, you know, that that's one that's one that I took out because of Mystery Alaska. He was on see, my list, but then it went out. That's what I just said. And the, what I like about Happy Gilmore is a, a hockey player going golf and yeah, playing it like it's two hockey. sports going into one. Exactly, you know? it's a very funny idea. So. Yes, and and I actually there's one of the movies I liked. Adam Sandler's acting. The whole trailer. Some I don't, but. The whole trailer trash crowd following him on the golf course, which which you don't see now. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Guns don't kill people. I kill people. Like, you know, his boss. (laughs) True. (laughs) Um, Number nine for me is just a childhood memory. It's Bad News Bears. No, the original only. Not the cheesy sequels. The original Bad News Bears. Walter Matthau. Absolutely. Yes. Tatum O'Neill. I'm, I, I remember going to the drive, drive-in theater. This dates me, I know, but going to the drive-in theater with my parents and watching it. And we went more than once. I mean, that was, that was the D movie of my childhood. That's a classic. It is. It's it one is. that gets brought up in these kind of yep. conversations. Number eight, we already talked about Miracle. I, that's, gives me chills when I watch that, when them win it. Number seven, the same 61. That's where we, we agree. Number six is Slapshot, another one, the same. <laughs> Um, number five is Brian's song, which I didn't think Jerry was going to have on his list, but apparently he beat me to it. Uh, four, North Dallas 40. But number three, Rudy. That movie, yeah, even though a it's a drama, that, that movie to me, even though it's Notre Dame. <laughs> that's why I couldn't put it on the list. <laughs> well, I couldn't stop just, it just because of the, of the team, but it was still a good movie. Me. And the fact that this, uh, Training player, the, not even on the team, it makes it makes attack on that last game, and and I mean that was that was an uplifting movie. Yeah, oh for sure. But yeah. that tackle never happened. I don't know. It never. I don't want to say that. I truly don't know. Did it? No, it didn't. It did not happen. <laughs> I forget how I heard, but they talked about the actual Daniel Rudiker and the actual black haired guy with the sideburns. That yeah, he did play. It was a kickoff. He played one defensive play. He did not make a tackle, and they actually said, "Did you watch the movie?" The tight end never. You got this three foot munchkin, and he never even. Come on, you would roll. You would run after that guy. True, but logically speaking, he could have been thinking, "Oh, this guy's nothing. I don't have to block him and let him go." So, again, in this show, they but brought that up. Logic. They brought that up, and the guy goes, "No, no, you're a football player. You're gonna, you're gonna be salivating because you see this little tiny guy across from you. That's just one forearm, and he's done." There's no just he, and he did. He it just ignored on your him. It if you have a thug mentality, you're right. 
But if the, that guy, that blocker did not have a thug mentality, he could have thought, I don't need it. He's a nobody. He's not going to get to the court. And if he does, he won't tackle him. I guess what I'm saying is because of Notre Dame in that last play, that last scene, which didn't happen, and I confirmed this long after I watched it, is why I wasn't to make my list. But doesn't it mean it's not a good movie. Number two would have been my number one if it wasn't for the ending, A League of Their Own. No, that's why I didn't put it in because that ending. See, the ending I do it. just ruined that for me. But everything else up until that ending, I love that movie. Is, is just because of the uh, like them coming back, like when they're older and stuff. Uh, she gave up to the little sister, the little brat sister oh, in yeah, the end, okay. and and I think she dropped the ball on purpose. Well, no, she, letting her win. She did because if you watch the the, the movie, yeah, that's like the early speculation. in the, well, no, 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 early in the season. She got trucked by this girl who was just a bull yeah. and held on to the ball. Yeah. Her sister is a twig. Yeah. So it was just, and not only that, uh, before that, she hit a single and damn, t- her, took her head off. And the Dottie realized she was crying. Once again, the, their whole life, it was always Dottie. And she was realizing, I'm doing it to her again. See. And she gave in. Like, my problem with that is she gave in to a brat. Her younger sister. I'm, look, I'm the younger of the brother here. I know what it's like to be the younger and always in my brother's shadow, especially with sports. I was always in his shadow, but still, she gave in to the brat. And yeah. t- to me, that ruined it. I mean, Tom Hanks was perfect in oh, that movie. the best part of that movie. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, John Lovitz was pretty damn good, too. Yeah, he's great. Oh, he made me laugh well, a lot. Those two together, yeah. I mean, not in the same scene, but in the beginning, it was Lovitz as the agent recruiting, and then Hanks taking over as the coach. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, you're, those two carried you he's through. He's, like, Absolutely. never been that big of, like, a dirtbag, but you still, like, love him, because Tom Hanks is such a great actor. You know what I mean? It's, like, really funny to think. It, it, he just did that so well. So. Yeah, absolutely. No, he did. The, the whole thing from uh, when he was... Was going to see Harvey, <laughs> coaching the team. He thought it was a big league team, getting the girls' yeah. team. And then when he tells them it's a girls' team, it's oh, he gets a, bunch so mad. Yeah, yeah. a bunch of girls. A bunch of girls drinking all the time. Yeah, he does, He's just he, does, mad. he doesn't even care. Yeah. He doesn't even. He talks to them like they're men and all that. You know, it's like yeah. Well, given the time, for sure. How else would you talk to him, especially but in a baseball? That's context. why his acting was so good in that. Absolutely, because it's like that's probably exactly what a person like that would do, even with the war going on and stuff. It was the first know. time he met the team, the first game, he just came in drunk. Yeah. <laughs> time it is, time it is, yeah, time is B, absolutely, yeah. and left. That yeah. was it. See, that, there is another Madonna probably ruined that one for me and Rosie O'Donnell. But still, the whole cast, uh, Gina Davis, I thought was perfect yeah, as Dottie. I, I mean, it, it was it was good. I liked that movie except the ending. The announcers, the radio yeah. announcers. Oh, yeah. I'm sure if you could hear me because it's not a strong radio uh, signal. <laughs> one of the announcers was Squiggy from Lenny and Squiggy. That's which right. He's uh, the one. Yes. He's the one. Uh, there's nobody in the stadium. I, I know if you could hear me, you're in town because this station is having a long uh, – It's a very a strong, weak station. Very, weak very signal. signal. Yes. <laughs> yes. And number one for me was Caddyshack. I love that movie. Uh, Bill Murray movie. was was awesome, and even and especially with the between him and uh, um, I can't think of his name from Saturday Night Live. Oh, Chevy Chase. Yes, Chevy, Chevy Chase. Chase. Hey, yeah, Ronnie Dangerfield. Um, yeah, yes, you, absolutely. If you watch behind the scenes, those two, those two never had a scene together. They had to write one in at the end of the movie because they never had one together. So you kind of think about it, it's really weird. Oh, the whole thing, yeah, smoking the dube between and, the two of them. That, and, that was pretty and funny. And Bill Murray being totally improv 
Everything yeah. was improv, which is kind of amazing. Oh, I, one of the, I, as a kid, I remember watching it and that that uh, on, on the, the green where he's doing the, it was oh, cutting the flowers. Yeah. And, no, 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 no. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> About to become the 2000. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's a great movie. Uh, to me, that, that there's my number one. Liga de Leron would have been number one if it wasn't for the ending. But, but again, Liga de Leron is a little more dramatic compared to Caddyshack. You know, yeah, Caddyshack, but it had, so. it had a comedy in it too, which yeah. is what I liked. Yeah, about. it was a good balance. Yo, Tom so. Hanks. Yeah, that was a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, Ryan, your turn. Yeah, I got a little different kind of list. And like I said, it's hard to uh, put it from like least to fa- like least to like my all-time favorite. But, um, I mean, there is a lot of good movies based around like sports and all that. And I know we talked about before, like, what is your guys' definition of like a sports movie? Like, what do you – Well, I guess I guess I could give you an example and you brought this up. Okay, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Okay, <laughs> oh come on, it's not. No, it's not. It, this is goes to what I was telling you about earlier. How just because there's sports in it doesn't make it a sports movie. Like Incredibles, they have a track meet in yeah. that movie. In that movie, it's not a sports movie. Okay, so the setting or some one particular event doesn't necessarily mean it's a sports movie. But that doesn't mean you can't. It can't be in your list. I'm just. Yeah, I know, and it's you know. Usually, I guess I would define it is the plot. Like I almost, I thought about Little Giants. That almost made my list. Actually, that would be that's a definite sports movie. movie. It's basically the plot has had something to do with the. I mean, it could be I mean, horror secretariat. I consider that. Although some people don't consider horse horse racing a sport, I still consider that a sport movie. Yeah, or like Kingpin. (laughs) Oh no, Kingpin would be. I would agree. Just like um, Color of Money for a pool. Those are that's a sports I mean, movie. This is actually pretty recent now, but uh, well, the color of money. I think that was a, about pool. So I, I that, just said that. Oh, yes. okay. All right. yeah, sorry, <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Obviously, Christian Bale just like he had that trailer come out for his new movie, and it's about like um, Formula One racing, I think, or something like that. I haven't oh, seen it. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's just a trailer, but like, you know, I've seen it's kind of interesting. To, yep. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like that's a sport. Not that I really am into that, but no, that would be, be correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, the the ones that I had are more either on the comedy side or dramatic stuff. But um, I just thought of this on the way here too. I don't know why I forgot, but I, I really thought Concussion was good. So um, I'll just put that ten. Uh, but uh, that's about the NFL, correct? Was yeah, because Will, Will Smith, Smith was a doctor in it. Yeah, he's yeah. the doctor yep. that um, like basically kind of found out about CTE, and he was kind of like. I forgot the the actual the, football player that went crazy and like you know I think he killed his juniors. Oh no no no. Okay, so Sal was a little bit later. Yeah, I know you're talking about because the NFL was putting this doctor and just putting him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just literally brutalizing the guy. Yeah. Because they did not want it coming out. Well, there goes our meal ticket. Once they find out. Yeah. We talked about this earlier. Once parents find out this is dangerous, not going out their little kids growing up to be uh, football players. Not to change the subject, but just today they want to make a law in Michigan: no tackle football until 14. So that I mean, movie there crazy. is exactly what yeah. – Worse than that, not to change it, but Michigan also is you can only have 30 minutes of contact right now, 30 minutes of contact per week wow. to get ready for your wow. – to your league. When I was – when I played football as a, as a kid, we played contact every day for, for sure, an yeah. hour. So that's five that's hours a week. That's how you get good. Was, I mean there really is no other way. That's exactly the point. These kids are not going to be able to get good by limiting it like that. And if you're going to say you can't tackle – that's gonna, There's going to be some detrimental too. Really. There's going to be some serious injuries. Yeah. You think about it, in the high school, they don't know how to deal with it. Next thing you know, they're getting blasted. I agree. Yeah. I think it's detrimental. Yeah, it was just a good movie, and Will Smith did a really good job. It was. Good job, it was so. a good movie. 
Uh, Space Jam. That will be my next one. For <laughs> I just had to no, throw that in oh, there. No, so. I, I got to give it to you because that one, the one with the Bill Murray. You know, Larry. Bill Murray, yeah. I think I'm going to give us a two because of the dramatic experience that we just went through on this. Yeah, okay, I, I like that. Jordan just disappeared down a hole, and they're giving themselves a two. That was awesome. Well, I like. I agree. I like that movie. The concept of them becoming little space monsters. I think yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> and just the blend of well, you know the Looney Tunes and right, Bugs people. Bunny coming yeah. back and getting Jordan to play. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's oh, like such a weird. Concept. But his Bugs Bunny's lash at Disney. What kind of Mickey Mouse organization are they running around? I thought that was great. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm totally anti Disney, so that was perfect. That should be brought back again. Yeah. That's <laughs> <what I'm saying. laughs> yeah. But, uh, I had for eight would be uh, Rocky. You know, I just I, I'm gonna have good. a lot of uh, fighting stuff probably in here for obvious reasons. But Rocky uh, was a great movie. Yeah, 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 and that's like you know, it, especially I like the backstory of like how Rocky was made since that was like his first movie he directed and like yeah, wrote just, like, and direct. Yeah, like just like what he had to go through and. You know, it's like the boxing's obviously not really boxing, you know, kind of like what you said with the um, Russell Crowe skating. Yeah. Like, you don't box like you do in Rocky. But, you know, it's it's very entertaining, and obviously the rest of the movies are just, you know, great, too. So it's well, a good the, series. The underdog story, I think, exactly. is great. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what brings it into me. So. When, yeah. when I was doing my research, Balboa came up as one of the all-time greats. Mm-hmm. Not one of the Rockies, one, two, three, or four, but Balboa. See, my problem with that, and then he got Creed, he's taken – the the monetary sponge yeah. and squeezing it yeah. and getting as much money as he can out of it and to me that that kind of Creed it. was good I, I, I didn't heard see it was the second good. one but uh, I liked the first one the second one he's fighting Drago's kid yeah which is like I'm like ah right. you know it's like of course that's gonna happen yep. you know yep. <laughs> like everyone's kids gonna be fighting this guy now so it's like kind of, but. You know, whatever. They're they're still good movies. I no, think. Well, yeah. Well, I didn't like the Mr. T one. That one kind of. Yeah, that was a little silly. Actually, but, yeah. but I, I did like Dolph Dolph Lundgren. A lot the, of people the love Russian no, one. Love number three. Yeah, I don't get I, it. But I don't. Yeah, but yeah, that's. I mean, they're all kind of the same thing. It's just like you know, story fight montage and fight. You know, it's like that's every right. Rocky movie win. in a nutshell. Yeah, when you know. But uh, I I had another one that I thought of that. Um, I, it was just kind of more of a – it was just like a different type of movie. But uh, did you guys ever see Green Street Hooligans? Have you ever seen that? I've heard of the movie, but yeah. I haven't seen it. We're Elijah Wood was in it. it. And, um, really? Frodo? Yes, he is. He's like a journalist that goes over to uh, – I think Ireland it was. But uh, he he goes into the whole like soccer hooligans like – lore basically and like what those people like all the fans of that and okay, stuff fans, and it's like they're crazy too yeah the thug mentality we it's, had a... it's like the gangsters of it because it's like he gets involved with this gang and they like are following the soccer team i'm pretty sure it's based off like the actual real soccer like football players and stuff so but it's just like you know it's a lot of crazy just you know they're fighting and killing people over soccer, soccer game. yeah it's just but it's real that's it's all like mm-hmm. real stuff you know yep. And uh, I thought that was a good one. Uh, so that is uh, so my sixth one would be Waterboy. And I know he's, and the reason why I brought this up because I I do love this movie. It's really funny and stupid, and more or less not even for the football aspect. I mean, the whole rage thing is just a funny idea, you know, of him being this like water boy, and he actually loves being this like, you know job that like no one ever wants but he takes so much pride in it and he becomes like the best football player in this state and um actually have well, that's right it's through the mud dogs yeah. <laughs> no that's kidding funny, i didn't even realize but that 
uh, I go camping every year with a bunch of friends. We've been doing it since we were like 18. And probably like a couple years after we went camping, we just all just kept quoting this movie. And we just every year we made T-shirts for it. So I was like, this has a little more meaning to my life than I actually think it is. So. But uh, it, uh, the, the shirt right now does not help the podcast, but <laughs> oh, it's, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, Henry Winkler, that's the first time I saw him acting He's as great. Matt Fonzie, and yeah. he was pretty good, too. Awesome. So, and Jerry Reed, which I knew him from the uh, um, uh, what's the <sighs> those race movies? I can't, yeah, yeah, Cannonball uh, Run. Cannonball oh, yeah, Run. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't Cannonball Run. No, he was in though. Yeah, he Smokey was, and the Bandit. He was in that one too. But it was Smokey and the Bandit that uh, Jerry Reed and and he was kind of a jerk in, yeah. in Waterboy, and so it, well, it's jerk coach, yeah. 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 All right, but go um, ahead. Sorry to interrupt you. No, my ne- I had Happy Gilmore too. That's uh, that would be my next one. I just kept kind of the uh, Happy Gilmore ones in order, but Happy Gilmore definitely was a great one, and. The hockey and you know golf thing was just because I I do not like golf and this movie I can still watch to this day and like you know it's just so funny and entertaining so well he turned a a, a drive into an almost slap yeah, shot yeah. so I, I totally get <laughs> well that. and his and his actual uh, the putter was a hockey yeah stick. exactly that whole thing I'm still surprised I never see people well again I don't golf really but surprised no one ever like brings that out just as a joke once in a while yeah you know? oh well how about wearing a hockey jersey uh, while yeah, you're too, yeah. okay all right. I did that. Doesn't go over very well. <laughs> yeah, it does not because they're go so over. serious. I know? I wore our Taekwondo hockey jersey the first time I played when I was selling insurance, and not only did the guys I was playing with, the golf pro, the owner, the people inside, wow, the yeah. members, they just did not like that. Yeah, talk about uh, I guess arrogant or stuck up. Like their game. I think of, that's my biggest pet peeve of golf. Is like it's not the sport really. It's just. All those things, like guy wear a shirt, guy, you know, it's it's just, I get it, but they just take it so seriously. And that's exactly what it was. Yeah. That was their, uh, just look, if I have to hit the ball in the trees, mm-hmm. I like went, went in there and threw it back out to where it would have went straight. I wasn't playing for score. Yeah, yeah. But they were like, that's like a two, you, you touch the ball, it's two strokes. I'm like, dude, I don't care if I get 20 on this yeah, hole. I'm not, it's like Secret just Service fun. watching you. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry and I have had this debate where, and golfers are going to hate me for this, but I don't think golf is an athletic endeavor. Don't get me wrong. There are athletes who play golf. Yeah. But if you can drink and get drunk in your game and still play – Sorry, there's, there's, it's not an athletic endeavor. But, yeah, but those, pe- you know, Tiger Woods, not they don't. No, they don't. Not, but it's not like if I want yes, golf. No, but the weekend do. warrior who does play yeah. can do that. How about your and uh, no, uh, if you but, can do that, it's not it's not a sport. How about your real pet peeve? You can't say anything when they're when they're back. Yeah, well, let's think. Well, let's think about this. This is my argument. With that is, if you're playing baseball, you can have them say things about your yeah. mother from and, and not only that, they're throwing the, the ball at you 95 miles an hour. It's curving. It's dipping. It's sliding. And anything can be said at any time. The crowds and, are loud. Streaming. And you have to focus and hit that ball, but you can't stand there and swing and hit without someone saying something behind you. Once again, it, it's not an athletic endeavor yeah. in, in my book. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't really care for it at all, but Happy Gilmore made me care about it for yeah. a minute. But so. you got two movies with golf in it so far, though. What's that? Space Jam and now Happy Gilmore. So yeah. There's some golf movies you got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I had more of a serious movie, Million Dollar Baby. That was uh, a boxing. really good one. Yeah, boxing. And, you know, female boxing, which is, like, very different for the time. And uh, just, you know, that whole... 
spoiler alert, you know, that gets really uh, intense mm-hmm. in that movie. And um, I had Dodgeball. I thought that was a really funny, like, silly movie that was like, I guess it's a sports movie, you know. No, uh, dodgeball. I would, I would yeah. consider. We, we played it in gym class. Absolutely. Yeah. I would. I wouldn't it's have competition. It's more, it's more of a sport than golf. Like, yeah, uh, exactly. I would definitely I, play. I that. like the dig they threw at ESPN with ESPN eight the Ocho. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's I mean, funny. that right there was worth it in itself. Yeah, and um, I put down the fighter. Uh, that was with Christian Bale and Mark Wahlberg. Uh, what Mickey? I read about that. Mickey Rourke. Was he in that one, or is that no? Mickey was in the wrestling. The wrestling. Movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right. But that was what the boxer's name was. Was Mickey something? I, I can't remember. I, I should have wrote it down. But like you know, it's about a real fight. It's like his brother fought Sugar Lay Leonard or something. And like Christian Bale, who plays his brother, like was just like you know successful boxer at a time, but then got into drugs and all this stuff, and like kind of coached his brother to be the boxer he should have been because his. Mark Wahlberg's character was more like just disciplined and kind of took it more serious, but wasn't as good as Christian Bale, like his older brother. And it was this whole like he's cleaning up after his brother because he's like this junkie, and he just was like, I could once again him. living in the yeah. brother's sh- older brother's shadow. But it, yeah, but it's interesting because it, it's it is you know it's all like you know true story, and um, you know it was sad, and he he won the fight obviously in the end. Uh, Mark Wahlberg's character, and it was. Uh, it was just a really good movie, like, and the way the acting's like why it's so good. So, is that movie recent? It's two thousand ten. Like so, yeah, not too bad. I like, yeah, yeah. like Bell in uh, in Batman. Yeah, and, well, he's and a good actor, and that's the thing. Like he, like he is this like messed up, you know, just drug addict that you can just. It's just crazy how well he can fit into these roles, and I think yeah, that must have been close into the line of. Uh, like the Batman when he was doing Batman stuff, so it's like you get him jacked and then you get him all skinny and like strung out. It's like well, those actors, transform the way like they that. do it to their body, yeah, just for the roles. Like yeah, they starving themselves. Crazy. He did one where he was, I think, an AIDS uh, patient, and he really went down to sk- skinny as anything. The mechanist or something. The I, I know you're talking about. Yeah. I, mean, I remember seeing him, and he looked like he was a death yeah, door. Gross, and yeah. what he did, to, yeah, just for a role was yeah awesome. Uh, I put a league a league of their own down too. I. I just grew up with that movie and again like that is it's it's funny because i remember watching that as a kid and you know it is pretty family i guess you know like a family kind but then you think about it the the theme behind that is family the whole opening was remember she was telling as a grandma telling the the boy to go easy on the, the the younger one it, it, that's a that's a family yeah. thing going on there. but then it's like the time and just the whole war thing and again tom hanks's character now i think back i'm like you probably shouldn't be watching that <laughs> like he's i mean he's not like a bad bad guy but it's just like he's such a degenerate it's but he's so funny in it he's so good well no <laughs> the movie actually could be about him because good movies are about transformative characters yeah and he's totally different in the end of the movie than he was at the exactly beginning. he hates where he was when he started you know he's like oh, i got roped into this thing I thought it was going to be better and then ended up caring about all these people and seeing what they went through and stuff. Well, so he said to the one uh, commissioner, ball players, I got a bunch of girls. Yeah, exactly. And then when uh, Madonna hits a triple, he actually looks up. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> like it was some kind of feat. Well. And uh, for my last one, I just did this for, you know, more of a joke, but uh, Airbud is, uh, you know, classic. So. I've, I've seen the trailers, but I've never seen that one. I think I watched it once. I just wanted to say it on, my, <laughs> on, on the air. So. Well, we're going to go there. Um, yeah, necessary like, roughness. There, that that one, was on my list, but I, I just 
I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Did you um, guys like Goon? I'm surprised. You, I mean, I know that wouldn't be like an all time. No, it's not. It wasn't a bad movie. I didn't like the theme. I was especially with what happened to me and my broken neck. Yeah, from I guess that would be a sensitive area. I so. I don't like the goon mentality. It, yeah. it just drives me. So uh, that kind of put me off in the mid. That doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. It just. I just personally. know a lot of people bring that up, you know, since that that one didn't come out in theaters. I'm pretty sure it was one of those like almost like cult classic kind of. But that made movie. a lot of lists as I was going through. Yeah, that's what list. I'm saying. There's a lot. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was funny. That's like what everyone told me to watch it, and I watched it. I was just like, it wasn't like terrible, but I'm like, I it wasn't a comedy. That's you know, for sure. like, I agree. But uh, you know, I just there's there's a lot of movies, you know. So um, yeah, I I had another question about. What do you guys think of sports movies with like real and fake sports? Like, have you ever seen like Rollerball? Do you remember that movie? There was like an oh, 80s yeah, that, one. I wasn't, wasn't Rollerball James Can? Didn't he do that in the it, 70s? That yep. was a remake. Yeah, yeah, they did a remake in like the 90s. Yeah, which but isn't that kind of, uh, it's including roller it's, derby. It's kind of roller derby ish. Yeah, yeah, which I don't know. I mean, I guess that's. Sport. I would call that. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. a woman's sport. They, that's they still sport. play that sport. I didn't think yeah. they did today. They, I mean, they, they have leagues. Oh, like, yeah, we yeah. played hockey. But I didn't know that. They had that one with the Juno actress. Yes, I was she, just thinking yeah, of that myself. I yes. That. Well, the, uh, I, I don't know the name of I, it. You probably don't watch Fox 2s in the morning, but Robert Murdoch, she's uh, one of their uh, tra- or not traffic, but street reporters. She's on the scene. She tore a ligament um, playing ro- women roller derby, and it was elbow, and she got taken out bad in her knee. She just came back from recovering from it. That's a gruesome sport. Yeah, it's like NASCAR and skates. Yeah. You're just going in that circle fighting with but, people. But they're actually, you know, that whole whip thing and the elbow. I mean, that, yeah. <laughs> I think it's moving rugby. Pretty much. That's probably no, the best true. way to put it. Yeah, so. absolutely. But, uh, yeah, that's my list, I guess. So. Well, those <laughs> well, are some pretty good movies there. Well, one thing I want to bring up is I can't believe I didn't know we were talking about Rocky. Is The good thing about Rocky was they actually had Tommy uh, Morrison, an actual boxer, um, and a good one, too, in the movie. Yeah. See that I got to give props to, to to Rocky for at least having a real boxer in there. I think that that, that was the reason for bringing him in because he wanted a real boxer at that time of the Rocky series. He was just coming up uh, up and well, coming Morrison, at that time. I mean, yeah, yeah. Tommy Morrison right before, was. I mean, that was a few years before he got uh, correct HIV. Yes. Or, Matter or, of fact, w- didn't the guy training us? Wasn't he fighting with Morrison, Donnie? Oh yeah, I, I, he was absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's what I thought. Yes. Yeah, there's Raging Bull, too. That's always a classic. Yeah, that's a, a number one in a lot yeah. of... I just couldn't see why. We I always good toss one, up with that with that and Rocky. So. I think it's because of I think Rocky's better. Scorsese, but... isn't he the, yeah, the director? Yeah. I think De Niro I think played, though. De Niro played. Yeah. The yeah. Yes, yeah. And that's why I think they're considered the classic. There's those two together. Mm-hmm. And plus, that's an old one, too. That came out a long time ago, correct? I mean, I, you know, then we have The Natural. I mean, there was a few movies that we left oh, out. A but bunch, yeah. Yeah, but... I mean, we couldn't well, get them all. I couldn't believe uh, Talladega Nights made one of the top ten. I just you got to be kidding <laughs> yeah. me. But they get, see, that's where you know well, you, about different the, actors and like you know, it's it's like a funny movie. You know, it's well, not even about the well, sport. Go with Will Ferrell. His uh, the basketball one. Uh, oh, again, a tropical. Uh, I forget tropical something. 
I don't remember, but that one, and then he also had the 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 ice skate figure skating one. Now, Plates see, of Glory. Plates again, of Glory. Yeah, yes. I forgot the and, other one, but I and, remember that one. In each of those movies, there's only one scene that makes the whole movie. That's yeah. why it doesn't belong in any top ten because of one scene. Yeah. But, but they're funny. I mean, they'll make you laugh. Yeah, they're they're making fun of the sport. Well, especially That's like the point. No, the figure know. skating one. That one I got. I mean, they're they're actually bringing in two semi pro. Male... That's the basketball. Semi pro. Yes. You're right. Yes. That's it. But they're bringing in two uh, male skaters into the yeah. uh, couples, and they're basically asking fans what they think of it. And they went to the hot dog vendor who put two hot dogs in a bun. What do you think about it? What does it look like? <laughs> and th- th- that right there, that made the movie. Look, Will Ferrell is funny. I'm not taking anything against him, but just the movies themselves to me weren't that great. No, no. no, they, no, they, no they, they, they were not. They were terrible. But again, those two. <laughs> and even in uh, uh, Semi-Pro, because the uh, – Farrell's character got hurt. He got really hurt his neck. And you probably appreciate this. The team just picked him up. The announcers are constantly getting drunk because the team sucks. And you know, when they pick him up, his head just dangling. And the announcers, as they carry him off, the team isn't doing a very good job of stabilizing his neck right now. Yeah. <laughs> as they're carrying him off. Oh, See, now that reminds me of uh, Bob Euchre from Major League. See, just a bit now, outside. He made, he, he made that movie to me. I mean, if, if there's anything good about Major League, it was Bob Euchre. Yeah. <laughs> so it's true. He, he he made major league. You're correct. Uh, is is that it? Do we have anything else? No. I, I I had the warrior down. Did you guys see that? That was like one I like came out when the fighter came out, and uh, that was like an MMA movie that I read about it. Tom but Tom Hardy's it. in it. I forgot the other guy, but um, it was it's like good because it's like two brothers, and one's like the good brother, and the other one's like the bad one. But he's like trying to be good i don't know but they uh they're they're fighting in this mma tournament and the only thing i just never sits well with me after because it's fun it's a really good movie it's like super entertaining action-packed but it they just have this whole one fight where they fight all these people in one night and it, it's like not, that does happen like there are sports that do that gonna ask you, that like a royal rumble no, it's like you fight and then like you win and you move on like Mortal Kombat almost. It's like, oh, okay. but okay. in the same night. I think it it was like a two day thing, but still, wow. it's like that's not how that's fights, brutal. That's not how MMA works. And it's like you know these two brothers are in the same tournament, so you obviously are like they're gonna obviously was, end up fighting. I was just gonna you know? ask, do they fight? Do they yeah, actually, okay. they they end up fighting, and it's uh, I mean, it's a really it's a really good movie, but like it's. It's just so over the top in a lot of senses. You're like, jeez, oh, that's just not how it would work, you know. But it's still a good movie, though. It's good. I had a feeling you're going to bring up something. I know. So there's, good. Well, there was like so. I was like, I should put down Bloodsport. I say, but I'm like, those are not really like. That's like, you know, what is a sports movie? You know, mm, but, true. Uh, yeah, with martial arts, it gets kind of weird because then it's like kung fu and all that stuff. Well, so. is Karate Kid a sports movie? I you almost I mean? had that down too because I'm like. Is it? I mean, it is like a high school karate tournament, or well, it's not high school, but I mean, I guess that's their Cobra age. Cat. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the new season's out, so <laughs> I know. Well, we you could actually have a podcast on what it makes a sports movie and what. Does yeah, things. yeah. That we would get be a, good a podcast just in Die Hard being Christmas movie. That is really huge out there. Oh, you don't listen to that one? No, it's good. Oh. <laughs> well. Uh, I, I want to thank everyone for listening to us. We do appreciate what listeners we do have. And please let us know any comments you want, good or bad. Hey, tell us your top 10 if you want. Leave a, leave a comment at, at our email, which is grandesignpodcast at yahoo.com. Once again, Twitter is grandesignspod. 
Uh, Instagram is Granny Designs Podcast, and you can pick us up on anywhere you listen to uh, podcasts now. Uh, this is the Grand Designs Podcast. Who are you listening to? <laughs>